Hey guys, welcome to the 501st Com Chatter with me, Will, and my good friend and my co-host. Rory, how are we all doing today? Are you excited? I I think we are. This is going to be a good episode. I think, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's going to be a nice, interesting one. And yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. So if you, uh, if you didn't see our little tweet we put out the other day, this week we are focusing on different clone units or legions uh as you know me and rory are big fans of the 501st hence why the podcast is named after them but this week this week is going to be the different clones com chatter so yeah me and rory have selected uh a different legion battalion to to go over and we've picked out some uh, individuals of that legion to discuss. So, yeah. I don't know about you, Rory. Are you ready to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. Right. Do you want to go first? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go first. So, right. So, who have you gone for this week then, my friend? So, I've gone for, I'd probably say the second, well, the second, well, strong, second strongest group. Legions is the 212. My second favourite group. So obviously we know second in command is Commander Cody, basically the, the boss of the clones. But obviously the commanding officer is Jedi Obi-Wan Kenobi. So everyone followed through him. Okay. And it's just like Anakin and Captain Rex, they both had a strong relationship with each other. Mm-hmm. Which we could have, I think, I would have loved to see him in Kenobi, but that, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I, I think I was reading the other day in the early draft, uh, Cody was meant to be in the Kenobi series from what I was reading the other day. But yeah, I think scrapped it, that idea. Yeah, I think he was meant to, because at first they were making it a movie, weren't they? So mm-hmm. like, I think he was the main like reason for the movie, but. Obviously, he went down to a series. Mm. I think think a lot of people would have changed their opinions if it was a movie and it had Cody in it. But <laughs> that's another thing for another day. So obviously, um, they got um the staff officers, which is obviously Clone Captain Gregor. Mm. We we see him quite a lot in Rebels. Um, Waxer as well. That, and the subunits, obviously the 212th Recon Division, Foxtrot Group, Ghost Company, Waxers Platoon, Platoon, Um So they had Advanced Recon Force Scout Troopers, Clone Flame Troopers, Clone Petra Troopers, Clone Sharpshooters, Clone Trooper Officers, and Heavy Weapons Clone Troopers and Storm Troopers. Apparently, so everyone then. They had it. They they had everything covered. They did. <laughs> obviously, we know their locations. Camino, obviously, headquarters is Coruscant. They had a few notable battles. So, as we know, they've been. They were in. We got the Great Jedi Purge, Wookiee Revolt, um, attack on Obi Wan Kenobi's fleet. Um, second battle of Genosis. The list goes on and on. But I, I ain't gonna read them all out. Uh, the other places well, they were called, that they were they were part of, should we say, were the Galactic Republic Seven Sky Corps and the Galactic Empire Storm Corps. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know what happened to, to the Galactic Empire. <laughs> yep, yep, we do. So obviously, this they were part of the Grand Army of the Republic during the Clone Wars. And the Galactic Republic are the Confederacy of Independent Systems. Serving under the Seventh Sky Corps, as I said, led by Kenobi. Um, obviously, the 212 Recon Division was a special detachment of the of the group, which also consisted on various units, including obviously Foxtrot and Ghost Company. While serving under Kenobi, they they were known they were known for their um. Successful tactics involvement in such major engagements with battles, Battle of Teth, and the Battle of yeah, the Second Battle of Genesis. Um, during the Battle of 
Umbara, the 212 and the 501st Legion, was arrested by the one and only Pong, Pongro. But we'll, mm. everyone, everyone, a lot of people liked them as a character. But... I, well, they're psychopaths, if you ask me. Yeah. And obviously, they were, they were part of the read of what happened to him in the end. One of them had no hesitation to kill Pong. Spoiler alert if you've not watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in their effort to bring the end of the war, they deployed against the Separatist army, where Kenobi Osman killed General Grievous. Obviously, the bit where we see um, him get shoot and shot down by Cody and his boys. They turn up. But, an interesting thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am reading the Revenge of the Sith book. Okay. But the, you know the creature with Kenobi? Yep. This is what I found on TikTok. Apparently, he... In the book, it tells you how he was protecting. When he got shot down, he protected Kenobi. Oh. Yeah, it wasn't just some random creature. That's interesting. That's what I thought. But I need to figure that out myself. Read it properly. <laughs> But that that's a good way to look at that creature, the creature, bless it. Yeah. So, um, the description of him, really, obviously, led by Kenobi, Prime Marshal was Commander Cody, also known as CC2224. Um, and the shared the command officer, um, during a three year. Clone Wars between of the of the three year clone Clone Wars between the Galactic Republic and the Confederation of Independent System. In addition, Gregor and Waxer were members of the, the group who held military rank of officer during the early Imperial era. The two hundred and twelfth was led was also led by Jedi, um, General Kadar. Kadar, yeah. So. Who is he? Who is he? He was. Hang on, got the notes here somewhere. So he he was he was an imperial general who led obviously the two hundred twelve jaw the the imperial empire, and um, and with him and the two hundred twelve travelled to Kashyyyk and were responsible for putting down the Wookiee revolt. So yeah, so he's part of the the, the team that led. The Wookiee, uh, the Wookiee Revolt. Oh, right. I didn't know they had another general. You learn something new every day. Yeah. That's that's the fun of this podcast. We both learn something new every day. So the culture and training, um, under leadership of Kenobi and Cody, the they gained a distinctive career in the Republic military, achieving victories across planets, across the galaxy, from Ryloth to Umbara to to every to every other list on on theirs. Oh, they were owned for their um, particularly first for its um useful full frontal assaults and siege breaking tactics, as well as offering serving alongside the five hundred first. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> they were, uh, obviously, the recon division was specially trained to conduct convert missions behind enemy lines. So they were pretty pretty well clued. Pretty. Well skilled bunch of clones. That's one of the reasons why I say they're the second toughest group in in the in the universe. I'm sure people disagree, but disagree to disagree. Well, yeah, there's people going to have their own opinions on them, aren't they? You know? Yeah. So, um, with the troopers itself, of the the ranks consisted of, of the clone troopers who were bred from we know Django Fett and the latest evolution in galactic warfare. Um all the all the, the troopers like flamethrowers, sharpshooters and everything, they were they were part of the recon division. And obviously some of them obviously with the the two hundred and twelve Foxtrot group with a squad of elite clone commandos. And the, the with the two hundred club became 
an Imperial show trooper, stormtrooper, sorry, and overall that's what they were, so stone stormtrooper corp they were. So they're like they pretty much had like three or four sections of how it's almost like level of skill, should we say? Okay. So if you're if you're an elite command clone commanders, you're pretty well skilled. One of the one of the most skilled troopers about, and yep. you would and you you'd go to the the more difficult missions than easy ones even like there was any easy ones but compared to certain ones they would be more well skilled um talking about the second invasion of genosis when the 212 went along with the 501st um and the 34th elite corps um and general this guy general you know who What's his name, Rory? I, I, yeah, I can't remember. Know, yeah, 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 I think everyone remembers his name. I don't need to boy with his name. <laughs> um, they, obviously, they tried to retake Genosis when the Separatists were, were planning their big plan over there, like taking over. Mm-hmm. This is where, where they created the Death Star map. Um, the, the Death Star instructions, shall we say, to build it. Yeah. to do it. Obviously, while the troops of Skywalker and that other guy were forced to crash land before reaching the landing zone, and the 212 were able to use the gunship and ATs to recreate a circle to protect them from Genosis forces until Skywalker and you know who arrives. All right, just for you guys out there that don't know, he's talking about Kiadi Mundi, all right? He just won't say his name, so. Yeah, yeah. If you listen, to, if you ever listen to the original podcast, uh, the OG episode, and everything, you know, the, you you'll hear me not saying his name. I've only and... heard Rory say it once by accident, and it it was a highlight. I'll never forget it. But... <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk a little bit about the hunt of General Grievous. So when they obviously later before Order sixty six come out, obviously they were. Sent to with Kenobi to um, go and hunt down and, just, and basically kill General Grievous. Um, when they did, obviously they he created a plan to lure General into the starship. Sorry, this is this is when they're in Clone Wars. Apologies. When they, I think it's in this. I think this post brought to the first series. I think first first series or second series. When they tried to oh, okay. they they tried to lure um 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 the um Grievous with um and try and rescue Ekov. Yeah, so I I'm pretty that sure, guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that was like the first series. Actually, could be yeah, wrong. If, but... if it wasn't, it was definitely like two or three. Yeah, it was early in the Clone Wars series. Obviously. Kenobi created a plan to lure General into the starship while Skywalker and General Adi Gala rescue Koff. When they arrive near the, near Greece, Grievous fleet, all the sta- all remaining starship um, started firing with exception of Surrogate baiting Grievous into the trap. Clone Cody and his troopers were able to take Grievous commando droids. And they suffered a couple of losses, but they lost. They weren't as damaging as they they thought they thought it was going to be. When Kenobi engaged, obviously Grievous himself. Obviously, we know he escapes many times from Kenobi and everyone else in the series. Cody and a few of them engaged. Grievous attempted to keep him in place, but the ship destruction forced them to let him escape and. To escape to the sack and to to the surface. So, but overall, like as a whole, they were a pretty solid, solid um, solid group. And behind the scenes, apparently, um, the two hundred twelve attack was identified as two hundred twelve legion on the date on the data data bank for Commander Cody. Um. When he, um, of their legacy, shall we say? That their main thing was once they, they ordered execute when they did, um, order six, 
they obviously, when they shot him down, they just assumed he was dead. Probably should have kept it a little bit more, but <laughs> to be fair, not like I think one of the clones said, no one, no one survives that. Yeah. Um, when they they assumed he was dead by his clones after they failed to locate him. Before the Gilo Order and the Empire's rise to power forced the remaining Jets Gilo into exile, including Kenobi, who was hunted by his fallen princes, Darth Vader, and... Yeah, so obviously the, the quote was, did you find Kenobi? So no one could have survived that fall. And I think in the book as well, it, it mentioned about why they gave it, why did he give his lightsaber to him? He hadn't been activated yet, has he? With the chip. Yeah. So Kenobi was technically still his friend. Yeah, exactly. So, um, the subjugation of Kashyyyk. The 212 remained active in the aftermath of the Clone Wars and serving as the Imperial groups. Obviously, Stormtrooper Courts and under General Khalid, um, during the ride of the Galactic Empire, Cody and the 212 oversaw a faction of the Sheik and enslavement of the planet Wookiee's population. So I, didn't, I didn't know about that. Didn't know they did that. They, didn't, they, did, they, did, they took no prisoners there. Um, they, obviously, they saw further actions on the Kashyyyk when the Wookiees attempt to overthrow the Imperial military occupation of their, their home world, following the suppression of the Wookiee revolt. The 212 actions were reported by the Holonet News by the journalists and who claimed that Kadar bravely led his his team to victory over the Wookiees of Kashyyyk. So without telling the real story, they just went, oh yeah. They they probably said something like the Wookiees had tried to hide the Jedi or something. I, I could talk about that battle. I could talk about all these battles. <laughs> don't slander my Wookiees, man. Come on now. Yeah, they, they don't. Have, they had no, no, no sympathy for the Wookies. But yeah, um, did you know that? Where is it? That um, they they were supposed to be teased by Ken in the Kenobi trailer, but. Obviously, with the story out of the way, it weren't they weren't meant to. They just decided not to do it. Like even a glimpse of like Cody, I think, was supposed to be there in the original storyline, anyway. But but yeah, that's. I mean, I could talk talk more about them, but there's just so much about their their battles and everything themselves. So, by a big group, important group, weren't they? Yeah, they're a massive group. Obviously, we see him see him a lot in um in season seven of Clone Wars with the five by first. Obviously, we they building they were building up the story, wasn't they? Well, it was a group that worked. They worked well together, didn't they? Yeah, I think if you had, if you put them two together like all the time, there was no nothing they couldn't do together, but. Obviously, with um, the five of us, I mean, the 12, 212, don't say, obviously, they had quite a few weapons. So they had, like, the standard issue DC-15A blaster carbine. They had the DC-15A blaster rifle. DC-15LE blaster rifle, uh, sniper rifle, Falcon 38X. Missile launchers, thermal detonators, uh, and destructive firepower. It also its troops also carried the electromagnetic pulse grenades, which I think most troopers carried. Um, all Terran re resistant, reconsistent transport were used by the two hundred and twelve Splinter Group, obviously the Recon Division and the Recon Division, which was trained to operate fast and agile walkers behind enemy lines. And a variety of the um the vehicles were also used by. Then were the Terran tactical enforcer, low altitude assault transport. So, as we said earlier, like that, them kind of ships were perfect to go across enemy enemy lines quick and without any issues. So, 
That's the 212. Attack. Thank you, Rory, for the, bringing the 212 to the to the podcast and representing us this week. Did you want to do selected troopers that you picked up on, or? Yeah, I can do them first if you want. Yeah, yeah. Well, while, while you're talking about the 212. Yeah. So we'll we'll um we'll start with Waxer. Good choice. And then we'll end on... I've got another one after. and But I'll finish off with Cody because you got to finish. you got to finish off with um, Cody, ain't you? He's yep. Because the... I think most people would say he was, would be their favourite clone if it weren't for Captain Rex. That's a, that's a bold statement. You could be wrong, but... My, that's what I'd, I'd, I'd assume. <laughs> so, Waxer. He died in 20 BBY Umbara. Um, R.I.P. R.I.P. the legend. Um, he was the nickname of him, and he served in the Ghost Company and military unit of the Grand Army Republic. And the Separate Alliance. He fought in the Battle of Ryloth, obviously Battle of Genosis, the second battle, alongside Trooper Boyle. Waxley later served as a platoon leader with the rank of Clone Lieutenant during the Battle of Mumbara, where he was killed in friendly fire incident um, um, that caused, was caused by Ponkrell, who turned to the dark side of the force. Evil man. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, a bit brutal. It was a bit brutal, anyway. Yep. Uh, he was one of the troopers of the Ghost Company that of the Ghost Company um, that uh, aligned with um, General Gre- um, General Kenobi, Jedi General Kenobi, and C- Cody as part of the first wave of the Republic forces landing on Ryloth near the city of Nabat. He rode in a gunship alongside Kenobi and Cody and Boyle after landing the surviving squad advanced through the trees up to the outer walls of the city where they became under fire from several B1 battle droids as they did obviously Waxer um, um, launched an electromatic pulse grenade towards the bunker but it was too far away he couldn't get over the wall he told Kenobi that they were too far away, but Kenobi said that he could give him some help using the force, helping Waxer net grenade taken over a trio of droids out there. So he was pretty, pretty clued up on. Obviously, some, some were some troopers were known to be quite rush, rushful with their tactics, but he was he seemed pretty clued up. Obviously, being alongside Kenobi Cody for so long. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's one of the guys, one of the guys that we um we see look after that kid in season one or two again. Yep. And we'll we'll talk about a bit more when he um speaks to. Uh, we talk about the bit of the battle of Umbar where we when he sadly lost his life to friendly fire. So um, he finds Rex finds out by. Um, Waxer, what, how, what, what was caused his death, basically. And obviously, uh, Waxer's quote is, "It was General Corral. He sent us to these coordinates to stop the enemy. We thought they were wearing our armor, but it was, it was you." And then he died. Obviously, Waxer went with Kenobi and Cody's forces to take, take the capital of Umbara, where he served as a leader. Um. He was then contested by General Krell and was decided to interlead in his platoon ambush and barians who said to be disguised as the clone troopers. Meanwhile, Captain Resident was told the exact same thing. Both were tricked by Krell and then firing each other. Rex realised they were all clones. However, Waxer was shot mortally wounded during the attack. He spoke to Rex telling him that it was Krell and a tear rolled down his face and he his final breath but um his personality and straight shall we say he was he was quite a perspective 
um, flown. He he weren't he weren't weren't shy of taking his helmet off quite a lot. So he's quite outgoing, friendly, very friendly. Um, had had a bit of passion to for for anyone. Like he'd always be there for someone. And um, he was he had a small goatee at the time. But it, overall, it's just it was just a nice, caring, well-skilled kind of clone who fought a lot alongside and a few many few battles. And yeah, so he never, obviously, he never really, he didn't really, he stood up for what he believed in, basically. And even if they some clones didn't agree with it, it was similar to some of the five by first and. The Battle of Umbara, but like, for example, that kid, not many clones would have protected that kid as much as Waxer would have. Mm-hmm. So, that's a little bit about Waxer. It's not really too much about him as such, but yeah, that, that's Waxer. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll do Gregor next. So, he died on Lafol. Zero BBY. Whoever, whoever's not seen Rebels, then yeah, that's how he does in Rebels. Yeah, good old Gregor. So he was also known known as CC five five seven six three nine, but he shortened it to five five seven six. He he was um he was a clone trooper captain of the Fox Shot Squad. An elite commander of the squad and the Grand Army Republic as well. He fought in many battles, like uh, the Battle of Tharis, um, Abathar. Um, yeah, he, he was a pretty skilled guy. Obviously, we see him. Obviously, people thought Gregor was dead, but then we see him during Clone Wars season. Uh, five is it? And it's it's the droid arc, isn't it? Uh yeah, yeah. No, I think it's five. Yeah, because I think it was the later series of later episodes of series five, I believe. Um. After recovering, after recovering the retreat, so when he um, of the, the episode is called Lost and Found. Um. Gregor was in command of the Foxtrot group and elite squad after of commandos. After covering the retreat of his allies, Gregor was reported as missing in action after the Battle of Sarish, a battle that ended disastrously for the Republic and was considered to be dead. However, he en- ended up in town of the po- Pondora on the Battle of on the planet Bafar with amnesia after apparent traumatic brain injury. I was given a job working as dishwasher at the Power Sliders Diner for nothing more than a room and, and a and a board. He worked for the diner some time and due to his amnesia never realised who he was. And then B- Borkas, is it Borkas? The little rodent kind of thing. Oh, um... Um, he claimed his armour, weapons and other gear and kept it nearly telling Gregor who he was. After that, um, he t- obviously um, Bar Gaxon and his team of droids crash landed on the planet and attempted to return to Republic lines after a mission. They made it made it into town and they spotted um, Gregor. Uh, he obviously began working undercover as a disoriented Gregor. Um, disoriented uh, Gregor left Casson and later went home. After he returned home he was greeted by a hologram by Captain Clone Captain Rex um, shocked Gregor listened to it and explained when R2D2 scanned Gregor's arm to learn that he was CC5576 and Gregor read through his report which listed him as missing in action, begin to remember who he was recalling and wounding the dying clones from the battle 
And Gregor, Gregor, Gregor went to search for his gear and helped them lead the planet. And again, another way, I think in this episode as well, when he sacrificed himself to get them out of the way as well, people assumed that he died again. Mm-hmm. Which was a bit... At first, I think, damn, they brought him out like that to be a hero and then... Kill him off again. Kill him off again. But later, do we know, he's he's hiding with um, Captain Rex and Wolf. Wolfie. Well, we see Gregor and Bad Bats, don't we? Yeah. Which was nice to see. And yeah, we can see he's a little bit loopy. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and he's just this loopy in Rebels as well, which is... It, shows, it kind of just shows what the... The battle, the Clone Wars actually affected some troopers. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, some people did not make it. Some people did die and everything. But um, when he died, obviously, it was um, helping Ezra and the Ghost the team of Ghost figure out to try and destroy the destroy the. Destroy the base for the Republic Empire, Galactic Republic, Galactic Empire, not Republic. <laughs> um, again, going back to his personality traits, he was um, obviously he was very committed. He was willing to put his life on the line, sacrifice himself for his friends, his t- his brothers, his his um platoon. Um. After that, obviously, you know, he's a bit, his personality was a bit more jokey, um, lost the plot a little bit, so he just, yeah, he just say completely lost it and for if I'm going to die, this is how I want to die, kind of thing. And he got respected for that and his loyalty, he was very loyal to the Republic, yeah, he was, to, to, to especially to, to the 12, 212. Um, so he he first appeared in season five, which we got right. And a preview clip, um, this is behind the scenes. A preview clip featuring Gru was later shown by Celebration. He was voiced by obviously the Bradley Baker. Um, during this episode of the hologram, um, of the NRT scanning his code. Um. Um, they went through his, his height and everything, which we know is all the same. All all troopers were the same height and just had different hairstyles, really. Most had the same, but some people were like, nah, I want this one. But, um, yeah, um, obviously the marking on Gregor's helmet were inspired by the harsh marks of the Boston Bruins goaltender, Gary G. Chibbers. I don't know who that is, but... And obviously, on his mask, it donated stickers, which he would get on. Get he he had not been wearing for protective gear, so it's a nice little reference to a certain. Whoever, whoever anyone listening know who that is, let us know because I have no idea. Mm. But obviously, during the development of the Star Wars Adventures, the Clone Wars, the Battle Tales comic book series, Michael. Moretzi wanted to have Gregor to make an appearance, but was denied to do so. So that would have been cool to see, see that. But yeah. but yeah, um, once and um, his last appearance obviously was the Lost Commandos and the relics of the Old Republic, which premiered in two thousand fifteen, where um, Gregor sadly lost his life. Like some other clones did, but overall, he's a good. It was a good, well skilled again. Another well skilled captain, shall we say? He was a captain. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is this is. I have to read this quote out from um, um, the rebels. It just shows how insane um Gregor is in at this time. Hey Wolfie, can you believe it? And Wolfie goes, "What the wolves? You got um, you got your wolf pack back? Yeah, they fight like just the boys." Iconic so still... quote. And it's just, it just, it just shows how insane he's gone. But he still remembers the good old days with the boys. Yep. <laughs> so we'll finish off with. Well, I was gonna say, 
I think we're coming to time limit, my friend. Um, I'm just having a look at how long we've been recording, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, I will leave Cody for another time then. We'll you, leave you Cody because I feel like we ain't going to get any of the guards in. So, like I just mentioned, the guards. I have gone for uh, my third favourite group. Uh, these guys need to get some more loving because they're just awesome. But I've gone for the Coruscant Guard. Now, there wasn't too much I can get, but there's enough here that I can, you know, you'll, you'll know who they are. So they were distinguished by their red markings on their clone trooper armor. Uh, they were elite shock troopers, every one of them. Uh, now, unlike the 501st, 212, and all the other groups, these guys were a military police force so they basically were uh stationed permanently and only really on coruscant um they assisted in uh riot control with uh coruscant security forces uh they conducted hostage rescues uh and they served as guards at the Republic Judicary Central Detention Center. I know, mouthful, right? Um, over the time, they gradually supplanted the Senate Guard. So they became more prominent. Um, they also became... Uh, bodyguards for the Supreme Chancellor. Um, and which is quite cool as well. When uh, the Galactic Empire became a thing, uh, they actually were kept on for a bit. They were retained by the New Order. Which, you know, is quite nice. Glad that they got to do that. Um, they then started to enforce the reign of the Emperor once he took power of the uh, Senate and the Galaxy. Uh, they also helped hunt down the Jedi after Order 66. Now, this is really interesting. Um, now, in the early Clone Wars, uh, all clones were come came from Kamino, including the Shock Troopers, which all of the Coruscant Guard were. But it wasn't until later in the war where clone uh, squad, like commando squads, uh, including Coruscant Guard, were secretly created on a different planet called Sentax 2 where they were being uh, created specifically or you know Palpatine was the one behind these ones um, now these Coruscant Guard clones were loyal as loyal as loyal comes if execute order 66 happens these guys are doing it till the last yeah no hesitation from them guys exactly i mean i personally quite liked the coruscant guard i think they looked cool now um this is gonna lead into my first sort of segment of trooper but the leader was uh clone commander cc uh 1010 also known as Fox. Now, Fox was in, uh, was in, I think he was in a couple of episodes of the Clone Wars, but he was mostly known for, uh, now again, little spoiler, it's not a big one, but just a little putting it out there. Uh, he was the Clone Commander that was in charge of the, um, 
detention centre where Ahsoka was being held after she was accused of, uh, you know, killing the, the prisoner that they had there, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, yeah. Now, Fox, uh, apart from having probably one of my favourite uh, CC numbers, like 1010, 10's my lucky number, so 1010, love it. He was one of the most highly decorated soldiers in the Republic, mm. earning loads of medals and honours throughout his uh, history in, you know, protecting the Republic. Um, now, I think you'll find this quite funny, Rory. Um, but he died in 19 BBY in a very sad way. <laughs> so, um, Vader went to the Jedi Temple with the Coruscant, with some of the Coruscant Guard, including Fox, uh, to hunt down Joycasta Nu, the librarian. Um, now, I haven't read into it too much, but basically Fox and the Coruscant Guard mistook Vader for being a Jedi. Oh, really? <laughs> so they mistook Vader for being a Jedi, um, and clearly they, they tried to kill him, but Vader killed all of them, including Fox. Yeah, you know you're not going to mess with Vader. Even so, thinking, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, even that little bit of tension Fox has with Anakin in that episode with Ahsoka in the detention centre... You know, Anakin slash Vader would go on to kill him in the end. So <laughs> uh, now this probably is the most recognizable uh, Coruscant Guard member, and it is Clone Commander uh, Fire, but it's from it's spelled T H I R E, but it's, it's pronounced fire and he was cc4477 uh we see him in an episode of the clone wars where he accompanied yoda on a mission in 22 bby to ragosa to meet king katunda uh fire got injured in that um mission but he survived it till the end now, this is where everyone will know him from. He was actually in Revenge of the Sith twice. Uh, he was the guy, after Yoda's battle with uh, Darth Sidious in the Senate, uh, Fire was the, um, was the clone trooper who asked, uh, there's no sign of his body, sir. Where Sidious replied, then he's not... Oh, no, sorry. It was um, the other guy. I can't remember. Uh, the other senator, the blue one. What was his name? Oh, God, what's his name? Um, anyway, he says uh, that he's not dead. So then Sidious says, double your efforts. And he's like, right away, sir. Uh, and then he accompanied the emperor to Mustafa. To go get uh, Vader after he'd been injured by Kenobi. Uh, I believe he was one of the two that ran off, that found him at the, you know, one of the first two. Okay, yeah. Which you know was quite interesting. So yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, he was so obviously you know he uh, quite. Quite a well-known Coruscant Guard member because he's been, you know, been about a bit. Now, this one is very brief, very quick. My last one. Um, 
I'm hoping you guys know who it is. I'm sure Rory will as well. Now, I couldn't find a, C, a CC or CT number for him. Now, if you guys could, uh, I would... Um, I would appreciate that. But it is Clone Commander Thorn. Now, Rory, do you know who Ca Clone Commander Thorn was? I actually do not. Okay. Well, he's known for one thing, uh, and I will use a quote, and I think this might help all of you if you haven't seen it you soon will and you understand it but uh, for the republic that's uh, when he gets them ambushed by it. they get ambushed don't they and he sacrifices himself yeah uh so after the incursion on scipio um the separatist plot and a a secret attack, a surprise attack, taking him off by guard, uh, and Thorn with his uh, heavy sort of machine Gatling gun, machine gun, was the last one alive, and he mowed down loads of them. But in the end, he was circled, and he he shouted out very, you know, honourably for the Republic, you know giving up himself, fighting to his last breath when he sadly died on Scipio. So yeah, that is the Coruscant Guard, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so the question is, who do you think would win against each other? Now, to be very honest, there's only one answer here and it's got to be the 212. As yeah. much as I like... The Coruscant Guard, the 212, uh, were more experienced in, like, warfare, uh, had the better numbers, better equipment. Like I said, the Coruscant Guard were mainly uh, a military military force. Now, yeah, they were elite shock troopers, but at the end of the day... <laughs> they were trying to just protect Coruscant, really, weren't they? Yeah, you know, they weren't... They, they wouldn't uh, properly train for, like, warfare. So the 212 would would wipe the floor with them, to be honest, which, you know, I know a lot of you Coruscant Guard fans are going to be booing right now, but don't worry, I love the Coruscant Guard. Very happy that they were my selected troopers for this week's episode. Do you, do you think they would beat the 501st, the 212? Mm, wait, so who would beat the 501st, the 212? Yeah, do you think they would beat the 501st? No. <laughs> Again, I've seen, it... I've seen many debates about this, but I think when it comes to tactics and the way the 212 did it compared to the 501st, I think the 501st unorthodox methods would probably have got them the victory in this battle. Yeah, I think, I think it would be close, though, because obviously with Jedi um, Kenobi... He would know how to think. He would. He would know how to think. Anakin would think, and vice versa. But Anakin would know how to outsmart Kenobi's tactics. Yep. And again, you know, look at the unorthodox methods Anakin uses, which the five hundred first embrace. So, I yeah, I'm going five hundred first in this one. I think so too. Five first always wins. <laughs> right, ship of the week. I have quite a good one. Ooh. Right. Do you want to have uh, any guesses? No. I, I, I'd like to... I don't want to spoil it. So I, I want to listen. I want to hear it. Okay. So, as uh, we were doing clones, I thought, why don't I go for the L-A-A-T? Gunship, also known as the Low Altitude Assault Transport. And Ooh. also known to a lot of you guys as the uh, Clone Republic Gunship. Such an iconic. 
Yeah. Ship then. And if you still don't know what we're talking about, it's the ship in uh, Attack of the Clones where all the clones come down and it's the clone transporter ship, basically. And, and they have two little balls where they, people sh- they shoot lasers from. Yeah. Um, now, a little different in Manufacturer, which is always nice for a change instead of the QAT. It is the Rafan, Rafana Heavy Engineering were the manufacturers of this. Okay. Now, how much do you reckon for one of these bad boys? Uh, I'm going to say about 70,000 credits. You're not far off. It's 85,000 credits for one of these. Okay. So, I think that's quite reasonable, really. Not too bad, is it? No. Um... It had a top speed of 620 uh, kmh. Um, it was introduced, obviously, in 22 BB, BBY, sorry, at the start of the Clone Wars. Uh, did you know there was four types of it? No, I didn't, okay. There is the Low Altitude Assault Transport I, which is inventory, uh, infantry, sorry, not inventory, infantry. There's the low altitude assault transport C, which is carrier, uh, which is the one that uh, brought in, like, the, brought in the tanks that you see in Clone Wars. It brought in, like, AT-80s, ATTs. You know, it like comes in, drops it, and then flies yeah. off. Uh, there was the low altitude altitude assault transport uh, um, stealth, which I thought was quite cool. So they had a sort of a stealthier version, pretty much the same thing, but you know. Uh, and they also had um, patrol gunship. Let me just check that. I think that's right. Um, okay, sorry, hang on. So it was carrier, low altitude assault transport S, stealth, and low altitude assault transport vehicle. So, you know, four different versions of it. No, that's quite interesting. Uh, it had one pilot, one co pilot who was also a gunner, and then it had two gunners as well. It could carry 30 passengers. I was expecting less than that to be fair, but... Get a lot of people in them. Now, this is quite cool as well. In some of them, it also contained speeder bikes and an IM-6 medical droid. So it had quite a lot of stuff. Uh, again, it had a, depending on which one you had, it had different, um, different capacities for you know cargo and stuff like this. Um, eight hours of fuel, it had in it. Oh, that's quite not not great, really, is it? Oh. I mean, you think how far you can go in eight hours on yeah. 620 miles, you know, K- KMH. Um, again, it's such an iconic ship. It's one of my favourites. I've got a little model of one here on my desk. Just looks cool, doesn't it? Yeah, they do, too fair. Uh, and I was... think... I think... Go on. I think as, as a kid as well, when you watch the Attack of the Clones and you see that ship for the first time, your instant thought is, I want that ship. <laughs> yeah. Another interesting uh, sort of uh, use that they used it for, um, especially with uh, inclusion of the Coruscant Guard, uh, and spoiler, when they were hunting Ahsoka in Clone Wars, they had the like spotlights fixed on it. Now, obviously, the spotlights weren't on every version, but, you know, I thought it was a quite cool little feature that they had on some versions. So, yeah. 
that is my ship of the week. Another thing I did like about them though was some people, some Jedi and clones customized theirs with little paint jobs, like some militaries do. Yeah. Like I think the most famous one is Plo's Pro. Is it Plo's Bros? Plo's Bros. Yeah. There you go. I I think that that kind of stuff like when people don't know say Star Wars is just for kids and everything. The Star Wars Clone Wars show. Them kind of things when they get older and you realise actually it's more meaningful than just a animation show. That's the kind of stuff you look at. Exactly, man. So yeah, that was my ship of the week. The L-A-A-T. Yeah, obviously it's, it was the right one to do with the... I thought it just made sense, you know, we're yeah. having an episode on clones. Right, shall we do Troopers of the Week? Let's do it. Okie dokie. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can do if you want. So, the so mine. This is. I've only just come across this video, probably like two days ago. I think I said to Will, but it's an old video. But I thought it's pretty cool the fact that um. Obviously, it's another music one. I'm quite fond of music anyway. So, but this one was uh he's playing the cello. And he was doing he was doing the bad backs theme. It's a pretty cool one. I'll send it to you later, Will. It's just, and it just shows like layer one, layer two, layer three, layer four, layer five. So you got rhythm, melody, low bass, high bass, counterpoint. Just showing people. It's almost like explaining to what he's doing. And it's just obviously the the bad backs theme is pretty cool anyway. Quite upbeat and quite catchy. And I just thought, and it was cool. It takes a lot of skill to do, like music in general like playing like obviously we had we had paul we've had ali we've had now we're having this guy's called pulse music media but like it just shows like it, it takes a lot of skill to do this kind of music and it makes makes everything worthwhile sometimes so he, he's he's my group of the week congratulations they uh again like we say every week all our Troopers of the Week's uh, account name will be in the description. So make sure you go check these guys out. Okay. So mine is someone who goes by the name on TikTok as uh, Manda Kalorian. Um, she posts loads of of all her TikToks are Star Wars related basically either funny um, shouting out people giving them some love like we are doing right now um, so I've decided I'm going to give her a shout out for a change um, she's done a video the other day which was uh basically her giving star wars creators on tiktok under ten thousand followers a shout out you know it's exactly what we're trying to do we're trying to get these people out there for you guys to enjoy and listen to you know so just for her pure positivity mandalorian is my trooper of the week Congratulations! And another two fine troopers of the week. Another fine additions to our collection. Exactly that. So, so what do you want to do now, my friend? I think we got to end it on. Um, guess the character we missed out last week because it was a bit of a killed episode. I think we need to get back onto it. Yeah. Well. I mean, if uh, if you think you can beat, uh, if you think you can beat Joseph's attempt, where he got it even before the time was up, I mean, pfft. yeah, that uh, that was quite surprising. <laughs> I I was a little bit struck by that, to be honest. I was a bit like, ah, uh, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> right? Do you want to go first? Yeah, I can do if you want. Right. So have you got someone in mind? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I'm... Okay. Right. Let me know when you're ready and after that timer. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one, go. Male or female? Male. Jedi or Sith? Jedi. Uh, on the council? No. Uh, prequels, sequels or originals? Prequels. Uh, was he in the Clone Wars? Yes. Uh, was his lightsaber green? Yes. Was his skin green? No. Um, Stop. Okay. There's still a chance I can get this. This is your last question. Right, last question. Um, was he a... Did he feature a lot in the Clone Wars series or not? Uh, no. Okay, I've got someone in mind. I might be wrong, but I'm going to... Uh, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, I apologise, but is it Ifkoff? No. Damn it. Do you, do you, do you want to know who it was? Who is it? Qui-Gon. Uh... I, thought, I, I thought you had it when you said green lightsaber. I thought, oh, that could have been... God damn it, I wasn't thinking of Qui-Gon. <laughs> Wait, did you say he was in the Clone Wars? Yeah, he was. As a ghost! Oh, you bugger! So, you, so technically he's still in there. Ah, uh, technically, technically he died before the Clone Wars was even an idea. But that's, that's the trick question, though. Uh, because in the Clone Wars, he, he's actually appeared. Yes, he does appear in the Clone Wars series. But... You're killing yourself now, aren't you? There's a lot of people uprising right now. Right. Let's have a little look in my... Okay, I've got I've got one in my mind. Okay, I'm ready. Right, hang on, let me get my little timer on. Right, you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Male or female? Male. Jedi? No. Clone? No. Sif? No. Bounty Hunter? No. Uh prequels, sequels or originals? Uh, prequel, uh, original Zero. Uh, was he a pilot? No. Um, was he a stormtrooper or no. anything? Uh, leader? It's 30 seconds, mate. Hmm. So, what's your final question going to be? Because it was 30 seconds before you answered that question, asked that question. Okay. Um. Was he in? Uh. Was he in the um film Rogue One as at CGI? No. Okay. Not really helped me out there. Hmm. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting one. Just trying to think of it. Not a bounty hunter. Not a lead. Hmm. I have no idea. Generally, I have no idea. No idea? You're not even going to have a little guess? Nah, I can't think of it. Questions it, didn't just help me. It so. was Admiral Thrawn. Okay. I mean... Technically, yeah. he was around the original era, and you said he was a stormtrooper, and he wasn't a stormtrooper, and he wasn't a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was quite a difficult one because it was. Uh, I think quite you did out that. There. I think you did it because like, obviously you got upset because of Qui Gon, but. We'll, 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 no, we'll no, no, no. 
I was actually looking at my Funko collection and then I was looking at the ones that I've got on my little wish list. And I remembered he's on there and he's quite a lot of money on there. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, guys have any, you know, any of our little Funkos that me and Rory have on our wish lists, and you want to give them to us or buy us some, you know, we 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 would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, would definitely be interested. That's for sure. Yep, uh, I'm not gonna say exactly how much my wish wish list on Funko dot the Funko app is at the minute because it's quite a lot. Yeah, mine's mine's not too, mine's quite likely saying that. Yes. Yours is quite likely. Mine's quite a lot as well. Oh, okay. A lot. But, but yeah. yeah. Um, don't forget, guys. You know, we're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. Um, we'll put the um, we'll put our names down there for you guys to go find our channel on them. And I know we keep saying it. Don't forget to buy us a coffee. Uh, the links, our LinkedIn thing will be on the description as well. But please go check it out. If you want to help and donate, anything helps us guys because then we can help uh, you guys by giving you better content and more content. So, yeah. But yeah, let's, let's go back to Will. Obviously, it helps us out. It might be stuff that we could we could do it at a Star Wars celebration next year. And if you guys, any of you guys, go and let us know, we'll be more than happy to see you around there. Yeah, and um, do some collaborations with you guys if if Rory's happy with that. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Um, but yeah, obviously, I say from from next week, I'll 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 find I'll start learning the languages of. The, the listeners and pronounce for the Republic in their language, which would be pretty, pretty fun, but pretty challenging as well. <laughs> so, are you, are you just going to say it in English this week? Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to say it in English. So, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Um, we appreciate it. We obviously we only do this because you guys are still listening to us, so we really do appreciate it. Yeah, it means the world to me and Rory. So yeah, from from me guys, you know, hope you have a, a great week and we will see you guys next week. And remember in, I believe it's like three weeks time, we've got Fallon. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's the 11th of August. 11th of August, I believe we're recording that. Um, so yeah, so from me guys, may the force be with you. And from me, for the Republic.